Welcome to Quit Bleeping Around, a podcast dedicated to helping you achieve more in life. Here's your host, Christina Eanes. Hey, Super Achievers. For this episode, I'm interviewing Danielle Jones. Danielle is a licensed therapist with over 20 years experience who just published I Said What I Said, a new book that provides strategies to live unapologetically. Welcome, Danielle. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Well, I uh, am very interested in the title of your book and the strategies you have to provide for us today. But before we jump into that, can you share a little bit about your background? Sure. So I am Dr. Danielle Jones. I have a 22-year background in education and counseling and mental health. I'm a licensed therapist as well as a licensed school administrator and school counselor. Wow. So a lot a lot of uh, variety there, and I bet a lot of experience to pull from. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Nice. So you have uh, the book titled, I Said What I Said. Tell us more about it. So um, I said what I said. The book basically came from after receiving my master's degree and I felt like, okay, I'm ready to tackle the world. You know, I have these degrees and I'm just ready to go. And I realized, hmm, ready to go and do what? (laughs) (laughs) And so it was like, okay, uh, hmm, so I'm ready. And I went to a job interview and I'll never forget and the person was like, um, tell me about yourself. Uh, <laughs> cricket, wait for it. Wait. And I and at that moment, I really realized, like, who am I? And then the person start breaking down the questions more like, you know, talk about your life's journey and what brought you here. And I realized I couldn't answer any of those questions. Oh, wow. <laughs> And so here I am, a helping professional getting ready to help other people, but I don't know my life journey. I don't know what my voice sounds like. I don't know what my truth is. So that kind of, you know, set the stage for me to kind of discover all of those things and then write the book after I after I did. Oh, wow. So what are some strategies for for doing just that for our listeners? Okay, so one of the biggest things that I struggled with and I had to come to realize because ultimately, you know, everybody wants to live, you know, unapologetically is that I didn't try to say no to people. And so anytime anybody would ask me to do anything like I could already have a 26 hour day planned. And then if they said, well, can you pick up my dog from the groomer? Um, Well, see, I have this to do that to do this to do that. Okay, yes, I'll do it. Wow. <laughs> because it, I, I felt a guilt by telling someone else no. Or I felt like I had to explain why I was given a no. And so I learned along the journey in life that no is really a complete sentence. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, have to add anything up before it. I don't have to add anything. <laughs> I just say no. No. And, and, you know, I'm glad that you say that because I do know some people who struggle with just saying no. What are, how did you get yourself to that point? Well, the first thing was realizing that I said yes to everything. 
Uh-huh. And then looking at the no in a different manner, we look at no a lot of times as a negative. I reframe my thought process behind no, because really when I tell other people no, I'm telling myself yes. Yeah. So and there's even like maybe a, a deeper issue there with um, being able to put yourself first sometimes. Exactly. So when you look at it in terms of, oh, I told her no. Oh, I told him no. It took on kind of a negative connotation. So now I yeah. tell myself, I'm just telling myself, yes, I'm not telling you no. I'm just saying yes to myself. Yes to my time. Yes to my peace. You know, so when you frame it that way, then it gives a different connotation for you, not necessarily for the other person, because they may not be able to accept it. But I was able to accept that telling other people no, I was really telling myself yes. Nice. And and how did you learn to put yourself first and say yes to yourself? Uh, not all the time, obviously, but at least more equitably. Um, I realized I was I kind of did it inadvertently. I realized I was exhausted at the end of every day. Uh, I exhausted, And half of the things that I was doing weren't things I was doing for myself. Yeah. So it took you to a point of exhaustion to come to that exactly. realization. Yeah. All right. So, so we, we learned to say no and that no can be a complete sentence. <laughs> we don't have to explain ourselves. What are some other strategies for living unapologetically? Um, another strategy and the book talks about 10 different ones, but I'll put like one of my, I guess, favorites is respond, don't react. Ah. And so I had to learn that responding comes from a place of information, informed thinking, reacting comes from emotions. Yeah. And so I had to learn the difference in responding and reacting because I would get all worked up and the slightest thing someone said, I would be upset and that's not who I am or whatever. And then I just had to realize I don't have to react to everything. And I don't have to have an answer to every question. If I don't know, then it's okay to say, I don't know. I'll find that out and I'll get back with you. But sometimes when you're the go to person, you feel like you always have to be on. You always have to have an answer for every question. And again, it wears you out because the go to doesn't have a person to go to a lot of times. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So how did knowing how did you stop yourself from automatically? Because that is like that can be quite an ingrained habit to react. How did you learn to just stop and, and and work into that rational part of your brain and respond? I would have to tell myself, stop. Anytime people ask questions or even asking me to do something for them, because again, you go back to learning how to say no, my initial reaction is always to say yes. Yeah. So I had to basically, it's all, you know, that self-talk, hold on, don't say anything. <laughs> you know, you have uh-huh. that whole internal dialogue. Think about it. And then, okay, let me check my schedule and then I'll get back with you. Because the Ah. reaction is to say yes. Yeah. Yes. Can you? Yes. No. Hold on. Let me check my schedule and I'll get. And a lot of times it wasn't so much checking the schedule, but giving myself time to actually process. Do I really even want to do this task or can I do these things or do I have enough time just in my week to work that particular thing in? So, again, the reacting was, yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. Yes, I can be here. But then telling myself, no, stop. 
You're not going to answer anyone until you think about it. You're not going to commit to anything until you think about it. So it was those self-conversations. Nice. So it's essentially replacing that initial reaction of yes with some other thing that will buy you some time so that you can think about it. Exactly. And give an answer from an informed place, not just an emotional place. Yeah. Nice. So what what would be then? We don't have to go through all of them in your book because we want people to read your book, but we have some time. So what would be another strategy? Another strategy is um, set expectations. And so I learned that in relationships and not just male relationships and, you know, those romantic relationships, just in friendships, I looked around and I was like, these things are getting one sided. I'm not really getting what I need out of this relationship or out of this friendship. But I realized it was because I didn't set expectations for it. And so people can't meet a target that's one either missing or moving. Yeah. And so I realized I wasn't getting the things I needed because I never said what I actually needed. I didn't have any expectations for friendships or relationships. Yeah. It sounds like the first step in that is actually figuring out what you need and then communicating it, (laughs) communicating what you actually need. And because what happens, people tend to, you know, one or two things that happen. People will either meet the expectations, which is great. And or they won't, which is still great because that gives you the opportunity to decide if you want to continue in that friendship or in that relationship. But if you never make it clear your expectation, then you don't get it. You're the person that's kind of left. I say all the time holding the bag because the other person is just being them. Yeah. So I see a lot of interconnection here. First of all, you have to realize one that you're worth it, right? You're worth it to say no to, so you can have your own time. Um, you're worth it to take that time to respond and you're worth it to make sure that you set expectations based on your needs as well. Exactly. Yeah. What el- What else is here in this area that um, we should explore? Um, and then to make peace with your past. Ah, uh, Yeah. So for me, you know, that road to living unapologetically was extending grace to myself that, yeah, you've made some mistakes along the way. You probably didn't get everything right and do everything, you know, the right way. And even in some relationships, you know, mm, that probably ended a little rocky. You probably could have done that a little better. But being able to make peace with your past, because if you don't, you can't move on. And so yeah. we get stuck a lot of times in past situations and we were not able to move forward. And so I had to make peace with my past, the things that I didn't do, that I should have done or could have done better. Sometimes it takes going back to some people and just saying, you know what, when we had that argument, I didn't handle that quite wrong. Or maybe I didn't say that quite right. Or maybe I you know, could have done this another way. And then you leave the responsibility up to that person. Either they want to forgive and move forward or not, but still you make peace with it. Because I found in my life that feelings buried alive don't die. Yeah. (laughs) 
So move through them. <laughs> exactly. You kind of think it's dead, but it's on life support. So when the right <laughs> situation comes, it's like, oh, we have life here, people. No, you thought that whole situation was dead, but you just kind of buried it and, and you didn't deal with it. And yeah. so the right circumstance comes along and you see, okay, I really didn't pull the plug on that. So you're still stuck right there in that moment or in that situation and not being able to progress forward. So it sounds like in that moment too, you also need to forgive yourself and figure exactly. out how to move on. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all a learning opportunity, essentially. Exactly. Everything, everything in life is a learning lesson. And I know people hear that a lot and it sounds very cliche, but really everything is a learn. What can I, and I, and I try to approach situations in life that way. You know, yeah. what can I learn from this? The good stuff, the bad stuff, the, you know, indifferent, but what is the lesson that I can draw from this situation? Yeah. And then how can I apply it to the future? Exactly. And forgive myself for the past. <laughs> exactly. Forgive myself for the past so I can have the future. Yeah. How do we how do we know? Maybe we think we've moved past something, but we haven't. I know you said it pops up, but is there a way that we can like see if we're really through something? Well, one of the easiest ways, and I say the easiest way to see, or one of the ways that you'll see is that if a similar situation happens and you have that reaction, and let me tell you what I'm talking about. So you thought you were done with this particular guy. You were over him. Like, oh, he's uh-huh. I'm over him. It's That's over. And you see him at the mall or at Starbucks with someone else. And it's that quick moment of, how's he here with her? <laughs> <laughs> When did he start dating? Uh-huh. Oh, no, but I thought you were over him, you know, but that still what? Whoa. And you start what I call feeling some kind of way. That uh-huh. means you weren't you're not fully over that, because once you fully make peace with the ending relationship, you can see that person somewhere with someone else and speak and keep moving. You don't yeah. have any feelings anyway. You're not, you know. Kind of just, and then you have to go home and call your friend, girl, you're not going to believe who I saw today. <laughs> you know, like, Hold on. I thought that was the person that you were done with six months ago and you were totally over him. Uh, you totally weren't over him. You just told <laughs> yourself you were over him. So like I said, when situations present, you'll be able to tell if you're really, you've really dealt with that or you haven't, or even with girlfriends, you have a big argument. And, you know, we do the whole, I'm sorry, we make up. But as soon as you have another argument, what do you bring up? The last argument. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. like when so-and-so happened, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I thought we were done with that. And you realize, okay, no, I really wasn't. Because if you were done, then it wouldn't have came back up again. So that's kind of how, you know, and maybe I wasn't really done with that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we have to make peace with our past. We set expectations. We respond. We don't react. We live unapologetically. How about one more for our listeners? Um, and you create your future. Mm. So the path to living unapologetically looks different for everybody. Your path is not mine. Your experience are not my experiences. However, Whatever future you want, it's up to you to create it. Life doesn't just happen. You make it happen. 
So living unapologetically is a daily decision. Today, I'm going to put myself first. Today, I'm going to forgive myself for things that may not have gone right yesterday because what I'm doing, I'm creating my today. I'm not getting stuck. So I just feel like your future is what you make it. And every day we're creating, every day we're making strides toward creating that. And we're not letting things of the past or people of the past or events from the past dictate, you know, what my future is looking like. So if I've had one bad relationship, that doesn't mean that, you know, I have the relationship curse. No, that just means that relationship went bad. But what I'm telling myself is I will find that right person. The other person wasn't that they were wrong. They were just wrong for me. Yeah. I like it. It sounds like you need to have in that situation, you need to have a full personal accountability. Exactly. Yeah. For how you, uh, how you respond to life. Well, in all of these, I guess. (laughs) Exactly. And how you show up in life. Yeah. We can't blame others. We can't make excuses. It's up to us. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I say in the book to have a fairytale future, you must create a real life story. Ooh, I like that. So and nice. Oh, go ahead. So that's kind of what it's about creating, you know, who you are and who you want to be and then being okay with reinventing yourself. So what I like yeah. today, it's okay if I change my mind about it tomorrow because, you know, we're fluid. Exactly. Yeah, so that's kind of what the book is about. I love it. So um, can you share with listeners a little bit about where they can get the book and other services and or products that you provide? Sure. So they can as Amazon, of course, Amazon has everything. I think you can buy whole people on Amazon. <laughs> but on Amazon.com, of course, the title of the book is I Said What I Said, um, as well as on my website, drdmonique.com. And you can find me on all social media, same thing, drdmonique.com. Excellent. So if they want to find out, they'll just go to Dr. More About You. They'll go to drdmonique.com. Any services that you provide for listeners? Yes, I'm actually a licensed therapist. So I provide individual counseling, group counseling, marriage and family um, counseling for just about any mental health issue that, you know, someone will experience, as well as um, speaking engagements at different conferences just, you know, my platform, of course, is Mental Health Matters, as well as self-care and, you know, living an unapologetic life. Mm, I love it. So final piece of advice for listeners. Final piece of advice is own your life. You know, you only get one to live. So ride it until the wheels fall off. Oh, I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. If you'd like to learn more about Danielle, visit drdmonique.com. Is it possible to have fun while developing yourself? Take a look at Christina's latest book, Life is an Escape Room, to see how the lessons learned through escape rooms apply to achieving more in life. Visit lifeisanescaperoom.com for more information.